listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. For a few moments, over Genesis chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 14. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat. All the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Let's just talk a few moments about bruising the head of Satan. Just for a few moments. But now, normally we only consider uh, the former clause there, but there, but there's something that goes after that. You get it? It says that I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. There are two bruisings there. Everybody being bruised in different places. Now, Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. But he had to he was bruised in the process. You understand? You notice it mentions Satan's head, a vital spot, a death blow. They want too many people are playing with the devil. Amen. Amen. I've preached 
deal with all that we possess, dear one. But I don't know if I can add any more stress than I have here before. You don't play with Satan. You deal decisively with the devil. You hit Satan in a vital point. You understand? And you do it with all your might. See, you don't just sort of kick him and worry about your heel. Then when you got to hit hard enough to affect you. See, you're going to hit Satan, but you got to hit him so hard you got to bruise yourself in the process. You understand? You've got to hit the devil so hard that you know that you've hit him. It's going to affect you. All right? Now, many times, the enemy tricks people and causes them to fail God. And somehow they recover themselves and they say, I'm going to get that old devil. Well, dear one, you don't get him by talking. You don't get him because you are emotional at that moment. Dear one, you got to get Satan to the extent that it bruises you. You got to hit him that hard. You got to hit him in the head. They want some people will forever live in the flesh because they don't hit it right. Amen. They don't hit it hard enough. Now, the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You get this. You know, they want to try to invade the enemy without a definite baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's just like trying to invade Russia with a BB gun. Well, dear one, that's just about how futile it is. You know, let me show you, dear one, let me show you something. The way that the enemy is coming against God's people, and the way that he's got to be dealt with, let me, you know what, dear one, uh, I've seen little boys call themselves going to fight a big boy, just clowning and and uh, fellas just wade on into him and look off when he's hitting him and everything else. Yeah, I mean, he's just hitting with all of his might, fighting with all of his might. And the big boy just standing up, all he can do is hit him on the leg. He's just standing up laughing at him. Well, the one you know, and he just wait till he get tired and pick him up and shake him and let him go on about his business. That's just about it, the way it is with the enemy. They want many people are just swinging with all of them. They hear a good inspiring sermon and just call themselves swinging on the devil. And the devil don't even look around. You don't have enough force behind it. Do you want the way the enemy is coming today? Ordinary blows is not going to affect him. Unless to get him off of you. All you're going to do is wait until you wear yourself out. And then just, just shake you to death. But how is it that we can emphasize this thing enough that people will realize Demon, don't you know the enemy dragging? Uh, I was talking today with somebody. I said, you know, they want to see that uh, we're living in that time when people are seeking death and can't find it. They want all that 
people is trying to do to get situated and somebody can't last a day or three or four days. Don't you know that's serious? They want people to not come here to play games. Don't you know that God has given you any kind of deliverance, whatever you, whatever vision you had when you got it, don't you know you ought to die before you lose it? What Brother Cain was telling us tonight, well, let me tell you something. I've told you before, day one, it doesn't matter how hard you might make yourself against a certain thing or even the thing that tricked you last time. The one Satan got devices. The one the enemy will ship you here or there. I'm telling you, this is the situation. That they will ship you here or there and get you out of position and then hit you with something else. If you don't know yourself, the one, you can't survive. You can't survive. You have got to know yourself. You can't get excited and overestimate yourself. You've got to know yourself. Now I'm telling you. See, you can't get in a situation and wonder where you are. You can't uh, think that you slew something and have it rising up six months from now. You have got to know yourself and most people don't. Most people don't take time to know themselves. Well, may God bless us. Bruise his head. I mean the very head of the matter, the very, the very vital spot. Hit the thing in his vital spots. Come on. Don't play with him. Don't beat him around the tail and come back in the afternoon and he's gone away again. Bruise his head. Hit him where it hurts. All right. Now, look what Jesus had to go through over in Isaiah chapter 53. To bruise his head. Listen to what the word of God said. This is a tremendous thing. You see now. The reason why we've got to hit him so hard. Is because. We were so messed up. Now you notice. The Bible he was. He is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows. And acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs. Listen, all that Jesus had to go through to bruise the head of Satan. Carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. They want Jesus to go through all this to bruise the head of Satan. They want Satan had an advantage on us. And without the Holy Ghost, he still has an advantage on us. You understand it? They want we started off behind. That's why Paul said we've got the redeemed time. We started off behind the devil. But may God help us to, re to, to realize and to see the thing as it is tonight. He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. He was bruised because of us. He went through all this to, to hit a vital blow to the devil. And you want to you realize to defeat the enemy today, we've got to go through the same thing. Don't you realize we've got to give ourselves to the same extent? 
the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are here. With Jesus Christ, we are here. Oh, we like sheep, Lord have mercy, have gone astray. We'll turn everyone to his own way. They want to let me show you something. Without a particular work of the Holy Ghost, they want. Don't you know everybody is going to eventually turn to their own way even after they have had a work of grace in their soul? Don't you know they want even in the safe, until God fully operates on you and get that thing out of you, there's something in you that's trying to go its own way? You see, they want, that, that, that is something, it's just like a river when you try to reroute it. That river is constantly beating, trying to find this old stream again. Trying to find this old stream again. And they want, in most cases, not eventually, it does. There's something in man that, that's pulling him, that's trying to go back to where it was. And eventually, in most cases, it ends up doing it. And there's something in people, even now, no doubt some of you, that's just raring. That's why it's so difficult to get rid of these spirits. Everything that you've ever done, every spirit that you've ever given into, is raring to take that same route again. It's just pushing the one. You find the river just break through. Break through those dikes. Breaks back and go in this old bed again. Oh, we like sheep. Lord have mercy. I've gone astray. We'll turn everyone to his own ways. That's why I say a sanctified person not selfish now, they want. A sanctified person does not insist on his own ways. All right? And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all to bruise the head of Satan. Lord help To bruise the head of Satan. He was oppressed. And he was afflicted. And he opened out his mouth. They want, this is what bruising Satan's head is all about. These are the things we have to undergo to bruise Satan. See, people don't understand. People think a real fervent testimony does it. But look, dear one, let me show you. Satan put all this on Jesus to change him. When Jesus was going through this, the enemy was trying to turn him. Was trying to make him act something less than Christ. You follow me? But the bruise Satan had, Jesus had to go through it right. That's how you bruise Satan, not by talking. But they want, when all these oppression, when affliction, when all these opposition come your way and you suffer it out. Christ suffered it out. This is what the Bible says. Brought as a lamb to his slaughter and as a sheep dumb before his shearers. And he opened not his mouth. The devil couldn't make him open his mouth. The devil couldn't make him act unsinly. He could do nothing to provoke him to a point that he'd open his mouth. They want, if I can get this over to you tonight, I'd be willing to quit. I'd be willing to, to, to call it to halt. They want, if you are at a place where the devil can get uh, an ungodly response from you, don't you realize where you are? can you see you are defeated already? The devil would have been satisfied just to get an ungodly or an untimely response from Jesus. That tells you what your spirit is all about. But Jesus had perfect control of the spirit. 
Everything that the devil could do, he could not evoke an ungodly response from Jesus. This is what it's all about. There wasn't anything else you can do through strength or through determination. But you can't control your spirit through that. Listen to what the Bible says. He was oppressed. The spirit of oppression couldn't make him speak out of the anguish of his soul. He was afflicted. Lord have mercy. He, and he opened not his mouth. Opened not his mouth. Only the Holy Ghost, according to James, can cause a man to keep his mouth closed. Amen. Why? Because people like sheep, they're going their own ways. They want their own way, and when they don't get it, they're going to talk. They're going to overspeak. They're going to ruin their testimony. They're going to render themselves unworthy. Amen. They want the ability to hurt and keep your mouth closed is the greatest virtue on earth. The ability to hurt and not submit to your feelings and your whims. See, the one affliction just means discomfort. How does it come? If it comes through a hard temptation through the flesh, if it comes through opposition from another individual, however it comes, that's an affliction. You are afflicted when you're going through. If the devil is pounding you day in and day out with a certain temptation, that's an affliction. You follow me? But you want to endure that and not be pulled to the level of Satan. To suffer that out when it's sitting like your mind can't take it any longer. You notice the Bible says they led him from judgment to judgment. They were just trying to wear him out. See, usually when a person has undergone something for a long time, they won. He doesn't care what happens. See, uh, there was a fellow, I think, in service who was on guard duty. And they had to use him maybe almost three days straight. And it's a capital crime to go to sleep on guard duty. But after so long, they won. He didn't care whether they killed him or what. I mean, it just didn't make him any different. He worn out. That's the way they went out there with souls. You know, out there with so many souls. Who the enemy had pressed them so long and so hard, they've just come to the point of, well, I just don't care what happened. I just don't care what happened. You see, but they couldn't bring Jesus to that point. They couldn't make him think, well, I just speak if you had nothing to kill me, I'm going to say what I got to say. That's all there is to it. But they brought him and they afflicted him and oppressed him and everything else, put him under pressure, suppressed him and everything they could imagine, but they couldn't make him respond out of sorts. They couldn't uh, make him respond out of season. Why? Because he was willing to take it, even though the Bible says he despised it. The Bible says he despised the shame, but they couldn't make him respond ungodly. They couldn't make him respond hastily. Oh, Lord. Dumb as a sheep before shearers. So he opened not his mouth. Why? It wasn't time to do it. Care how much work you put on me. I don't care how much my rights are taken from me. I don't have to explain even. I'm going to tell you, you learn, day one, you learn the greatest virtue that you'll ever acquire is the ability to keep your mouth closed. See, let me tell you, day one, you don't have to explain even when you know you're right. Many times the Holy Ghost will check you when you know you can straighten it out with a word. Or at least think you can. Yes, he will too. The Holy Ghost will check you. He knows when. 
and, and then well, let me show you something. You know, the Bible says, a servant of the Lord shall not strive. If you are a servant of the Lord, you have no business striving. Why? The Holy Ghost will let you know what will provoke strife. See, let me show you. The Holy Ghost quickens you. He quickens you. He will let you know if this word or even an explanation will provoke strife. Yes, he will too. He knows that this is not the time for this. This is not the time for an explanation. This is not a time to set the thing in order. God help him. Open out his mouth. Cry. It wasn't time to open his mouth. He knew he was right. Yes, he was worn out. He was tired. He was oppressed and afflicted. But he, the devil couldn't make him open his mouth. You see, dear one, I'm going to show you something. There's something relieving about opening your mouth. Dear one, will you pray for me? Dear one, the devil can be pressing you, pressing you with a thought. Or maybe that you are receiving injustice or whatever. And if you can open your mouth and express it, that will relieve you. It seems like you'll burst if you don't say something. And most people do it too. Most people do it. And you know what happened to one? When you open your mouth, your victory goes right out of it. Your testimony goes right out of it. Influence your anointing goes straight out of it. And then you'll be spending several weeks and months trying to restore it. Oh, what an example we have. Oh, the most difficult thing on the day one if in our homes, if people could maintain this, what heaven home would be? As children didn't have to speak back, they one, do you know the most of our problem? Children pray for me that I, I talk back to my parents. I, I, I talk back to my husband. I squabble with my wife. They want that, do you know that's about 90% of the problem you have in the church? And do you know all that we preach about it, people can't accomplish it. Don't you know that's serious? Don't you realize that's serious, they want? When all that we talk about it, that people still cannot accomplish it. All of the counsels, all of the instructions, and people still have to open their mouth when something wells up in them. The Bible says everything imaginable came against Jesus. Oppression, depression. You know, I think people just, 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 after they were pressed on, they just lost that temper, just burst out. I think people in church meeting, they want in church meeting, and, and maybe there were two sides to a situation, and they just couldn't take it. They just had to burst out. And many, many times almost come to blows. Why? Because both of them felt they were right, and they just had to show that point. They just had to press that point to the very end. They had to satisfy themselves with expressing themselves to, their, to the full. Open out his mouth. Open out his mouth. You know, they want the enemy can tip you so much, or so hard, that if you can, maybe you can't do what you, he's telling you to do, but if you can just say something to express yourself. I wish you get me. And that's the beginning of the end. If the enemy just gets you to express yourself, just to say something suggestive. That'll really, if you, can, if you can't do it, just say something suggestive. Take them from prison to prison. Lord have mercy. And from judgment, who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. 
For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. Lord, have mercy. Bruised in the head of Satan. Was, this is how you bruise the head of Satan. When, when Satan says, when Satan says, speaks, to get it straight, to call him and tell him, let him know that you don't like it. He's not by the living grace of God. Come on. Come on. When the enemy just press you out of proportion to do it, it's not by the grace of God. That's how you bruise the head of Satan. When you could say something and, and think you would feel justified and don't do it, that's how you bruise the head of Satan. These people don't know how to bruise Satan's head. There were many times enemy gives suggestions and, and, and want me to say things and, and to, to vindicate myself. And I just, I heard it out. So if you don't say nothing, then act a certain way. Come on. If you don't say nothing, just be quiet. Let them, let them know you don't like it some kind of way. Drive all back to Detroit, all the way back to Detroit and don't say nothing. Just, say, just harm your him. Have your own servant. Don't disregard everybody else. Let them know you. Let them know that you're out of it. Come on, come on, come on. You bruise Satan here when you refrain from doing that kind of thing, when you rather die almost than say a word. When you go on your silence, you know, a silence track. Come on. When you go on your silence track, well, I, will, I don't have to talk to him, do it, Brother Hampton. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe under this circumstance, you might have to. You might have to, because why? You might be satisfying something. You might be satisfying a wrong spirit through your silence. Oh my God, have mercy. That's why people are never perfected. Why? They never allow patience to have a perfect work. They never allow God to just to pile things up on them and just let them do what He want to do without them doing what they want to do. Just let God just grind me until I'm powerful. Just grind me and, I, and I'm not going to do no kind of reaction. Press me, lead me from prison to prison, the judgment, the judgment, and I guarantee you I will open my mouth and I won't act funny. I won't go no three days silence strike. I feel leave my dinner. I feel careful goodbye. I feel converse. I just hurt. Devil, I'm not gonna do what you say, do. I'm gonna let God go in and grind me to powder. I'm gonna let him grind me until it don't hurt no more. Amen. I'm gonna let God grind me until it don't hurt no more. Then I know I got the victory. That's how you know you got the victory. That's how you know you got the victory. When, when you don't hurt no more. When you just hurt and hurt and hurt and don't do nothing. And just let them do it until it don't hurt no more. When you stop hurting, you got the victory. Amen. When you don't open your mouth and, and wait and just, just stay sweet until it stops hurting, then you know you got the victory. Oh, Lord. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence. Neither was any deceit. Neither was there any deceit. Neither was there any deceit in his mouth. Now that's a tremendous one. That, that, that's a difficult one there. Not to have deceit. You know, they want to show you something. It's, it's justifiable to be tactful, but not to be deceitful. You know what they want? It, in many instances, it would be better to go on and express... Uh, your true feelings then try to be diplomatic about it. Because you mess around and get deceitful. You try to act like you're in favor when you aren't. Or you try to act like you're against it when you're really far. Come on. You find yourself trying to throw rocks and hide your hand that you are careful. So many times it's better just to go in and declare yourself and just get it over with and whatever happens just happens. You find yourself with deceit in your mouth. Come on. All right. Let's go just a little further if we may. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. Why? He had to be bruised 
before he could bruise the head of the devil. You, you, you can't bruise the head of the devil until you've been bruised yourself. Until you bruise yourself in the process. You've got to hit him hard enough to bruise yourself. Come on. Come on. They want, I keep telling you, you can't get Satan to shake him like this. Come on. Many times we try to shake the object, but then you have been used of the devil. But you can't grab hold of Satan and just squeeze his neck. You bruise Satan's head by just like Jesus said, when you would rather die almost to be quiet. Be quiet anyway. That's where you bruise Satan. When, when, when the devil said, when somebody, well, then, brother, I've been preaching so much on not open your mouth. Well, I ain't open it, and I ain't open it when I ought to open it. I'm going to hurt them through my silence. And you'd rather die than converse. Do it anyway. That's the way you bruise Satan. Do it anyway! That's the way you bruise. See, you bruise Satan by going against what he wants you to do. People don't understand that. See, when you have a strong persuasion, and when it would just satisfy you altogether, especially when you can feel like you can do it justifiably. But I'm not going to do it just because I know it's you, devil. And if I can be right in doing it, I'm not going to do it this time. Amen. Why? Because I'm out to bruise Satan's head, and the only way I can do it is by taking it on the chin. Only way I can do it is by being afflicted and keeping right. Just, 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 just hurt it out. All right. Please the Lord to bruise him. For he hath put him to grief. Thou shalt make his soul an offering for sins. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. We're just going to read one more scripture. Galatians chapter 4. Galatians chapter 4. Oh God, help we pray. Verse 19, if we will. My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Lord, have mercy. Listen to what Paul said. Paul said, I'm out to bruise Satan. He said, now, all of the tears and prayer and fasting that I did for you at the outset... I'm willing to go through it again just to hit Satan a blow. I'm willing to be bruised physically. I'm willing to travail with you again. I'm willing to disregard the hurt of my own body just to see Christ form in you again. Just to bruise Satan's head, I am willing to be bruised myself. I'm willing to disregard myself, my feelings. My weariness. Or anything. Just to bruise the head of Satan. They want many people are trying to bruise Satan, but you're trying to do it the wrong way. See, they want, let me tell you, you don't bruise by locking up your room and praying loud. You don't bruise it merely by calling yourself going on an extended fast. You bruise him when he's coming against you by not responding. I wish somebody, I wish somebody get the thing. There were all these little conflicts you have. Let me show you something. All this talk is not worth two cents. These conflicts you have at home, 
when people come against you when they are wrongly. You understand? And you don't respond. That's bruising Satan. See, it takes action to bruise Satan. I mean action against him. You understand? See, all of these sacrifices and coming to church early, maybe going into the prayer room, hollering, that's the Satan not studying about that. See, you're not hurting Satan like that. You bruise your heel when you bruise Satan's head. You understand? You feel the pain of it yourself. You understand? You feel the pain of it yourself. People think a lot of religious activity bruises Satan. The only night when you feel weak and weary, somebody says, got to wash dishes, praise the Lord, and say, hum, you hear Amen. Can I wait in the morning? Nope. And feel good about it. Please, now go and sing your hymn instead of pout. Come on. Sing your hymn instead of pout. Amen. That's where you bruise Satan. Oh, may God bless. May God bless. This is a tremendous thing. They want, I wish people knew how to fight the devil. People say, I'm fighting the devil. How? How? When people just don't understand when people get ridiculous and the urge to straighten them out. When you say they ought to know better. But the Holy Ghost said, Not now. And you can go on like they haven't said a word. Come on. I mean, they feel right about it. That, that's bruising the devil. I mean, resist every ill feeling. That's brooding Satan's head. Shall we stand? Bruising the devil. Bruising the devil. Doing all this activity and singing and going, hey, you ain't bruising no devil. Many times you feel bruised, but you're willing to relieve yourself by bruising somebody in return. You're bruising, you're bruising the wrong party. If you want to get the devil back, you want to get the devil back. Let me, you, you want to get him back for what he's done for you. All right? When he come against you so hard, when he come against you so hard that it seems like it's inhuman, go through it without winking your eye. Let you know, devil, I don't care. It looks like even though you, it seems that like I can't take it, I'm not going to even think in that direction. I'm going to show you. I'm not going to even think in that direction. Even though it seems like you are, uh, like that God is almost unjust to let you come against me like this. Come on. Come on. I'm not even going to think in that direction. I'm going to bruise the devil. I know what the devil is trying to do. And the only way that I can bruise him is by resisting him with enough force. Resisting what he's trying to do to me with enough force. I'm going to bruise him. Amen. Going to bruise him. I'm going to bruise him. See, dear one, let me show you something. Let me show you something. By resisting thoughts, you know, sometimes, yeah, even though certain things are off, off limit. But if you just, the, just give the devil a little creep, a little thought in that direction. That does something for you and for the devil. Relieves you and satisfies the devil. But dear one, when you, it, when you are willing to hurt, I'm, just, I'm not going to even think in that direction, devil. I'm not going to think strife. I'm not going to take a negative thought about my sister, brother. I don't care how I look. I'm not going to do it. That's it. That's it. I heard they say such and such about me, but I ain't, I'm not going to think about it. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to take an open shot at him. When I, got, I, I see my nose, I got a clear shot. I'm not going to do it. Come on. I'm going to hurt it out. I'm going to hurt it out. That's all there is to it. 
If he had a match, he'd kill him. That's why so many people are having perennial trouble. Day after day, night after night, month after month, week after week. Why? They do not hit him in the vital spot. You got to hit him on the head to kill him, children. You got to crush that head. You got to crush it. You got to crush the very seat of his wisdom. If you bust his head, he's done. If you bust his head, he's done. Many people want to try to take a stick and hit at somebody. You got the devil in you. All that kind of stuff. You let the devil use you. You call yourself striking at the devil. Don't you realize you're being used of the devil yourself? You don't strike at the devil like that. That's not the way to strike at no devil. Somebody, somebody's already upset. Somebody's already provoked. And you're going to go talk about that you've been used of the devil. Don't you know you ain't got nobody to fight? Don't you have enough spiritual wisdom to realize that? Don't you know they want uh, at a certain time to tell somebody that even though they are being, don't you know you've been used of the devil yourself because you stirred up strife? Don't you realize that? And let me tell you something, they want it relieves you if somebody coming in. You got the wrong spirit. Don't you realize, don't you know you're fighting? Don't you realize what you're doing? Maybe they do, but what you're doing, you're relieving yourself by telling them. If you, you're not trying to help them. If you were, you wouldn't tell them at that time because you know, you know you're going to have a fight. You know it's going to be strife. If you were trying to help them, you'd, you'd wait until an opportune time. I said, brother, let's, let's pray about that matter we were talking about the other day. Let's pray about the matter. We're not uh, interpreting it, not analyzing, so let's, let's pray about it. Not trying to accuse them, not trying to make them feel guilty about it. Maybe through the process, God will show them. That's where it bruised Satan's head. When maybe they do have a wrong spirit, you can tell them immediately. But they want to look like the Holy Ghost wisdom. I'll let you know to tell them at the wrong time. It's only going to stir them up worse. If you want to bruise Satan's head, they want resist him in that fashion. Resist him in that order. All right, you got to hit, you got to kick him hard enough to bruise your heel. Many times people have gotten in a fight and they bruise their own hands hitting the opponent. They hit him so hard they bruise the their own hand be blue. I mean, they really hit him, broke his jaw, but they hit their own hand. They have to bruise their own hand. That's what you got to do to the devil. I mean, hit him so hard that you hurt your own. I mean, <laughs> amen. That's what the Bible says. He's going to bruise your heel. Well, the one I trust that you have crushed his head already. Amen. Don't get your heel bitten 